0: You are listening to MSW right here on Radio 2000 with myself, Lelom Zagta, in for Robert. And of course, uh, we are about to talk rugby now. The number to call, 89 110 And also, when you want to send the voice notes there, you know that we always enjoy them. We always play them right here on the show. It is 060-584-2250. Now, just looking at the story that uh, actually really broke yesterday now, so a once promising career of Apuekyanki has now come to a screeching halt. And this is because he has been handed a hefty four-year ban by the SA Institute of Drug-Free Sport after failing a doping test back in 2019. South Africa will be robbed of a talent that's right up there with the best in the world. And that could have been a real star for SA Rugby now. And of course, unless he appeals and somewhat wins it, he might just be remembered as one of those who could have been. Now, to take us through the process, And of course, the ruling. I'm joined by the SA Institute for Drug Free Sport Chief Executive Officer, that is Khalid Khalant. And of course, later on, we're going to be talking to Sports 24 Senior Sports Writer, that is Usbu Gamchigali. So, but right now, let's welcome uh, Khalid Khalant. Uh, Mr. Khalant, uh, good evening and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us.
1: Uh, Good evening. Glad to be on your
0: show. Now, firstly, I mean, let's talk about uh, the result there from the SA Institute of Drug-Free Sport, and the decision to test Apiwe in the first place. Was it a random test that he took, or was it a, a, a targeted one?
1: Uh, well, it's, just an, it's a bit of neither. I mean, we don't do random tests, as in we pull a, a number out of a uh, hat and then we test the player. Uh, we do a combination of targeted uh, tests based on various variables um that we have is the uh, player or athlete is on the injured list recovering uh exceptional performance that we can't explain um various variables um with the training camp um if i recall correctly it was at, at before the training camp or mm. during the training camp that mr Gianti was tested. there were also a number of other rugby players um in the Springbok squad being tested because it was the lead up to the rugby world cup so world rugby actually requests us uh to do quite a number of tests that by the time the first match is played in the rugby world cup uh that we can assure world rugby that more than 80 percent of the players have been tested uh in the past year
0: and then i mean on this specific case then with Piwa, on which variable was he tested Excuse me. On on which variable? Because you talk about the fact that there are a number of variables in which uh, that well, would actually say that correct. test uh, this player for this and that and the other. So, on which variable was donkey tested?
1: Uh, again, we have various variables, and uh, as you know, if we start um, disclosing all that, our testing patterns will be predicted. But the the variable that everyone can assume is that the first one is that you are a provisional player selected uh, in the. In the Springbok squad, Mm. Uh, other variables would be if a player is recovering from injury uh, or in an injured state. Which uh, I think, uh, if I recall correctly, uh, Deanti was uh, in the recovering uh, phase of an injury.
0: All right. So now, when it uh, when we talk about uh, players ingesting uh, what you call uh, banned substances, you know, whose responsibility is it to actually check what do these athletes consume?
1: It's always the individual player's responsibility, um, and that goes uh, across the board, irrespective of the sport. Uh, The threshold for responsibility is even higher for professional athletes, uh, because they have an entourage of medical personnel, but they also go through uh, quite a series of uh, education sessions. Some of it is anti-doping. Um, explaining to them the risks of sports supplements, Mm. uh, the risks of taking uh, substances that are not endorsed, not endorsed, but prescribed or recommended uh, by your team uh, medical or support personnel. If you take it outside of that, you're assuming uh, those risks. So the the liability for professional athletes uh, will be a bit higher than, say, for your provincial level semi-professional athletes.
0: And then, I mean, as part of his submission there, he actually stated that he had gone to the gym with friends and that he might have actually taken liquids from a friend's water bottle. Uh, just tell us about uh, his submission and what you made of it as uh, SAIS uh, Institute of Drug-Free Sport.
1: Okay, just, just, just to be clear, uh, Say's is the prosecuting authority in the case. Mm. I don't have an opinion on um, the testimony of the athlete, the uh, opinion and the testimony of the athlete is adjudicated by an independent panel. Um, So we prosecute based on the evidence uh, that we found a positive test with this athlete sample, and he provides testimony to explain that. What the panel found is that his testimony uh, was not compelling or believable uh, in that it was not intentional or and that they did not um, accept or believe his testimony that it was unintentional or a mistake or that uh, he did not, um, and they held him to account for not doing the due diligence mm. uh, and taking responsibility for the substances that he was taking.
0: And then, I mean, uh, talking about the fact that he was drinking from a friend's water bottle there, did the friend actually bring in an affidavit or some kind of evidence to actually collaborate the story?
1: Uh, correct. Um, Mr. Diante had um, a few witnesses. Uh, and again, to be clear, that the independent independent panel adjudicates the, uh, uh, the testimony of the witnesses, and they decide whether they're going to uh, give weight um, to the veracity of the evidence that uh, the witnesses bring, so it's not say uh, it's not the prosecuting authority um, that gives way to the athlete's uh, witnesses.
0: And now that you know both samples have actually come back positive, uh, you know what are the chances of success in terms of him appealing at this stage?
1: Uh, again, that is you know not my place to say. Um, uh, uh, if the athlete lodges an appeal, uh, he has, he's still within his period to lodge an appeal. and It, goes, it will be heard again by an independent appeal board, which is, uh, then will be different people, uh, not the same people uh, that heard it on what we refer to as the first level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, they will uh, apply their minds and the framework of the World Anti-Doping Code and uh, then make a decision on that.
0: Mm. And then now that he's been handed that uh, four-year ban, are you in any position to comment on the ban as, uh, as a SA's a Institute of Drug-Free Sport? I mean, four years for such a player, I mean, uh, it really, really is quite a, a steep one.
1: Definitely. I mean, and it's always heartbreaking uh, for us to hand out any ban, whether it's two, four years or eight years, to any uh, athlete uh, in South Africa. Uh, but again, we... Uh, enforce the rules, the World Anti-Doping Code, without fear, of favor. And as you know, um, you've been in sport uh, uh, quite a number of years. Sport works in four-year cycles. Mm-hmm. World Cups happen every four years. Olympics happen
0: every four, four years. years. Cricket, so rugby, the, you name it. Football, okay, you so name the, it. Yes.
1: So the standard sanction for anabolic steroid is on a four-year um, cycle in a four-year period.
0: All right. Well, uh, uh, Khalid Khalant, thank you so much uh, for joining us uh, this evening. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. That is, of course, the Chief Executive Officer of the South African Institute of Drug-Free Sport. That is Mr. Khalid Khalant, talking about that four-year ban that has been handed to Apiwaki Therefore. Testing positive for three banned substances there. He said that he actually took, uh, he was drinking from a friend's uh, water bottle at the gym. But uh, as you've heard, um, the South African Institute of Rock Free Sports says that uh, that um, submission was not compelling enough. So, yeah, handed a four-year ban, that is.